Today is the 11th of October, 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say a big thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship and devotion together. If you're joining us for the very first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a really simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget there is the Walking the Way prayer book and today's script, which you can download. The links are in the episode notes. And if you'd like to support Walking the Way or you'd like more information about the podcast, head to rayborrett.co.uk or follow the links in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. Let's still our hearts. Let's come before God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we love and honor your ways, even when they are bitter ways. We long for courage and strength. Lord, help us to believe. Grant faith to the millions surrounded by death. Faith that overcomes everything through almost utmost self-denial. Let your light shine out to bring life to the nations in the midst of all that is going on, Lord. Your light will lead and guide us, and peace will come. A deeper peace than we have ever known. Remember each of us in our concerns and grant that the struggles of life may lead us to peace. If hard and bitter ways should be our lot, help us, Heavenly Father, to remain steadfast, never complaining about our burdens, even in the most difficult days. For through grief and trouble, the way leads to you. Amen. Hebrews 11 verse 2 God accepted our ancestors because of their faith. The year I found out that I'd been accepted into training for the ministry, my mom gave me a Bible. It was my dad's Bible. Now, my dad died when I was really young, and I always knew she had it, and it always kept it safe. I remember being told off as a kid for drawing in it. What I didn't know was that it was my dad's preaching Bible. My dad was an Assemblies of God lay preacher, and someone who had preached right up to just before he died. The margins of his Bible were filled with his Bible study notes and his preaching notes. And when I can make out his handwriting, it's worse than mine, what he has there is actually quite profound. The thing is, I had no idea my father was a preacher. No idea at all. I was amazed and, and to be honest, rather annoyed that I didn't know. But it seemed that here I was carrying on his legacy as a preacher. And I know that one day we will sit down together and compare notes because God has accepted him and his gifts because of his faith, just as he has accepted me and mine because of mine. God accepted our ancestors because of their faith. That's a powerful verse for us to ponder. So imagine for a second the people in your family who have been people of faith and because of the example they've set for you. You are acceptable to God. What a legacy they left for us. We're going to have our first piece of music, just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God, and then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And today, we read Hebrews 11.
Heavenly Father, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom. Help us to respond to it with your grace. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the God's Word translation, and today I'm reading Hebrews 11. Faith assures us of the things we expect and convinces us of the existence of things we cannot see. God accepted our ancestors because of their faith. Faith convinced us that God created the world through His Word. This means that what can be seen was made by something that could not be seen. Faith led Abel to offer God a better sacrifice than Cain's sacrifice. Through his faith, Abel received God's approval since God accepted his sacrifices. Through his faith, Abel still speaks, even though he is dead. Faith enabled Enoch to be taken instead of dying. No one could find him because God had taken him. Scripture states that before Enoch was taken, God was pleased with him. No one can please God without faith. Whoever goes to God must believe that God exists and that He rewards those who seek Him. Faith led Noah to listen when God warned him about the things in the future that he could not see. He obeyed God and built a ship to save his family. Through faith, Noah condemned the world and received God's approval that comes through faith. Faith led Abraham to obey when God called him to go to a place that he would receive as an inheritance. Abraham left his own country without knowing where he was going. Faith led Abraham to live as a foreigner in the country that God had promised him. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob, who received the same promise from God. Abraham was waiting for the city that God had designed and built, the city with permanent foundations. Faith enabled Abraham to become a father, even though he was old, and Sarah had never been able to have children. Abraham trusted that God would keep his promise. Abraham was as good as dead, yet from this man came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and as countless as the grains of sand on the seashore. All of these people died having faith. They didn't receive the things that God had promised them, but they saw these things coming in the distant future and rejoiced. They acknowledged that they were living as strangers with no permanent home on earth. Those who say such things make it clear that they're looking for their own country. They had been thinking about the country they'd left. They could have found a way to go back. Instead, these men were longing for a better country, a heavenly country. That's why God is not ashamed to be called their God. He prepared a city for them. When God tested Abraham, faith led him to offer his son Isaac. Abraham, the one who received the promises from God, was willing to offer his only son as a sacrifice. God had said to him, Through Isaac your descendants will carry on your name. Abraham believed that God could bring Isaac back from the dead. Abraham did receive Isaac back from the dead in a figurative sense. Faith led Isaac to bless Jacob and Esau. While Jacob was dying, faith led him to bless each of Joseph's sons. He leaned on the top of his staff and worshipped God. While Joseph was dying, faith led him to speak about the Israelites leaving Egypt and giving them instructions about burying his bones. Faith led Moses' parents to hide him for three months after he was born. They did this because they saw that Moses was a beautiful baby, and they were not afraid to disobey the king's order. When Moses grew up, faith led him to refuse to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. 
He chose to suffer with God's people rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a little while. He thought that being insulted for Christ would be better than having the treasures of Egypt. He was looking ahead to his reward. Faith led Moses to leave Egypt without being afraid of the king's anger. Moses didn't give up, but continued as if he could actually see the invisible God. Faith led Moses to establish the Passover and to spread the blood on the doorposts so that the destroying angel would not kill the firstborn sons. Faith caused the people to go through the Red Sea as if it were dry land. The Egyptians also tried this, but they drowned. Faith caused the walls of Jericho to fall after the Israelites marched around them for seven days. Faith led the prostitute Rahab to welcome the spies as friends. She was not killed with those who refused to obey God. What more should I say? I don't have enough time to tell you about Gideon or Barak, Samson, Jephthah, David, Samuel and the prophets. Through faith they conquered kingdoms, did what God approved and received what God had promised. They shut the mouths of lions, put out raging fires and escaped death. They found strength when they were weak. They were powerful in battle and defeated other armies. Women received their loved ones back from the dead. Other believers were brutally tortured but refused to be released so they could gain eternal life. Some were made fun of and whipped, and some were chained and put in prison. Some were stoned to death, sawed in half and killed with swords. Some wore the skins of sheep and goats. Some were poor, abused and maltreated. The world didn't deserve these good people. Some wandered about in the deserts and mountains and lived in caves and holes in the ground. All of these people were known for their faith, but none of them received what God had promised. God planned to give us something very special so that we would gain eternal life with them. We're going to have our second piece of music, just to give us some time to think about those bits of scripture that have caught our attention. And then after music, as always, we're going to pray.
before we pray today. Just a reminder that if you'd like us to pray for you, please drop us a line. We'd love to be able to pray for you and support you in whatever way we can. I've got my own personal prayer request today. My mom was taken into the emergency department yesterday. She's in a lot of pain. And unfortunately, the state of the National Health Service in this neck of the woods is that she is actually still waiting to be admitted into the hospital. So I'd appreciate your prayers as we just kind of, God just moves the log jams, moves the bits and pieces so that my mom can get the care that she needs. Really appreciate your prayers today. Thank you. Our prayer today from our Walking the Way prayer book is to pray for Christian unity in those locations where there are churches. Jesus prayed that we would be one. And so that's our prayer today, that as Christians we would be unified. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, forgive your church for the times when she has tarnished your image, when she has confused your message and distracted from your love through her disunity. Lord, restore your church, for we would be known again by the way we love each other and the way we love you, rather than seen as a house divided against itself, crumbling where it stands. Lord, break our hearts for your church, for we would build your house again here in our land. Lord, it's our desire that you would restore your body here. So we kneel in repentance before you and submit to you. Humble us to serve each other so that your name may again be raised high in our nation. Lord Jesus, forgive us, restore us, reunite us, and revive us today so that all may see that you are God and that you are love. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue Walking the Way. Walking the Way.